You are listening to Lunch Tree. Okay, so we are just outside the hospital. We just arrived a little late. <laughs> um, how are you feeling? A little nervous, but okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, uh, yeah, so we uh, we're here getting ready for the. We're might be faster this way. I don't know. Um, yeah, we're about to walk into the building, so we'll see how this goes. Um, yeah, I feel good about it, but I'm a little nervous, I guess, too. <laughs> so we're in the admitting room. Janae is hooked up to, I think it's saline, dextrose and sodium chloride. Um, she had fun getting the needle put into her, like, it's kind of like her wrist, actually. I, I normally see them do it on the hand, but I guess it's... Yeah. You okay? Yeah. So how are you feeling? Uh-huh. Nervous. <laughs> Good. Uh, the room is very loud. You can hear the noise. It is loud in here. Um, Janae is all decked out in her gown and she's got a hairnet and hoodies. So, there we go. Yeah, we have 30 minutes till surgery. Well, so they, they take it from the operating room. Right there. Okay, so we have a lot to catch up on. It's been almost two weeks since our last episode. Um, so, uh, Janae got done with the surgery, and she was still out of it, and I was in the waiting room. Actually, um... They admitted her, and they told me to go get something to eat because I looked pale. I'm guessing that was mostly from worry. So um, I walked down to the lobby, and um, I actually just left. I just walked and walked. Um, I walked a good uh, probably three square blocks of from the hospital. I mean, that doesn't seem like much, and it might have been more. I didn't really track it. I just wandered. Um and then I came back and waited in the waiting room. Um, I went and got Wendy's for lunch, actually. Which, the weirdest thing is, they don't even, it didn't even open till like 11 while we were there. I'm not sure, it wasn't open before then. I've never seen that before. Uh, in fact, uh, the uh, security guard, she's like, you're welcome to come in and wait, but we're not, we're not open yet. I'm like, oh, I'll come back. So, um, we, I went back in, waited in the waiting room for probably, about 20 minutes or so and the doctor came out and he he signaled for me to come over to him and he said um as of right now the surgery looks like a huge success um we did run he said he ran into another some other issues um one of them being that uh the placenta is not evenly shared amongst the two babies um baby b has 80 plus percent of the placenta and baby c who is the um, smallest of the three has um, less than 20%. Um, but he also said, uh, if you remember from our last episode, we said that we had the choice to either do the surgery or not, and we felt really good about doing the surgery. He said the, the vessels that were connecting the two sides of the placenta were really thick, and he had to go over them a few times with the laser to get it to work. Um, and he, he just... 
he, he kind of he was I mean he's very serious about the whole situation, but he just said, um, he said if you had chosen to wait, I don't think you would have been able to keep these babies. Um, so uh, it was another probably ten minutes till I could see Janae, and um, so we went into another room, and she was still very out of it. The doctor came and talked to her, and. Um, so th there's one thing we learned about this. W one thing, really, that I learned, I should say, that um, I think everybody should know, or everybody should do. Um, on my phone, I have an audio recording app. I use iTalk from Griffin, and it's a great app because it can record while it's asleep. When the doctor comes in to talk to you, you should record it. We've, we've recorded almost every conversation we've had with our doctors, um, not to show for other people, but just a lot of times you're kind of in shock. And you have to hear it again. And so it's, it's really nice to have that option. Um, I just recommend that to everybody. Make sure your phone has a good enough microphone on it. I would assume any flagship phone um, from any company would. But test it out. Make sure you have an application that will record while the phone is asleep. Or at least the screen is asleep. Um, I mean, what, what do you remember from the surgery? Um... I remember them wheeling me into the room, and um, they did a local anesthesia, so I wasn't completely out of it. First they numbed my tummy, and then the anesthesiologist um, gave me the medicine through the IV, and he said, I'll start to feel a little funny, it's okay, it's normal, and I guess as soon as I started feeling it, I started um, rejecting it because I started panicking. I didn't realize I was doing it, but he said, no, you have to breathe normally. You can't panic. You have to let it, you had, have to let your body absorb it. And um, the room was spinning. It felt really weird. Um, and I don't remember a lot from there because it was really heavy drugs. <laughs> Or maybe my body just wasn't used to drugs. But um, I remember little things. Um, I remember the doctor coming in and starting the surgery. And he had to tell me what was going on so I wouldn't move. Like he let me know when he made the incision. Um, he made it very clear that if I moved a lot could go wrong <laughs> so I had to stay very still um, there was a baby in the way when he made the incision and I remember him saying okay I'm gonna push the baby out of the way but you can't jerk back so you, I'm warning you and he counted down from three and he literally pushed the baby out of the way it felt so weird because my tummy was numb at the same time but I could feel the jerk of the baby being pushed away from the incision mark. And, um... So, once he pushed the baby out of the way, I don't remember much from that. I was going in and out, um, sleeping and waking up, kind of. Um, I remember them putting these thick glasses on me, and I could see the flash every time the lasers went off. Um, I remember at one point the anesthesiologist just stood b 
behind my head the whole time talking me through stuff to make sure I was okay. And they had a monitor right by my head. And at one point he said, turn around, look, you can see the babies. And they had inserted the camera. And I could see what they looked like. I just couldn't register very much of them, which is sad because I'd be able to see them if... I remember little things like their skin was very see-through. I could see the veins in their skin. And I remember seeing the face of one of them. But yeah, I don't remember very much. It's really sad because I could have really seen them well. Um, but I fell back to sleep after that. And I didn't wake up till I'm guessing it was close to the end. Because I could start feeling the doctor. I could feel his, his tools in my side. And I started panicking. And... Um, I kept saying, I could feel it, I can feel it, is that, that's not supposed to happen, right? <laughs> and so, the anesthesiologist moved, removed the mask a little bit so he could understand what I was saying. And I told him, again, I'm like, I could feel it, it was really starting to get painful. And so he's like, okay, okay, well, let's give you some more medicine, and so, um, but I guess I was really starting to squirm because even the doctor was like, okay, hold still, hold still. And uh, he even told his nurse, you got to hold her still even if she moves because I was starting to move. Um, but uh, after they gave me more medicine, I don't remember much after that. But the surgery was basically over. I can remember him standing the doctor moved back to where um, my head was because I couldn't see them. There was a sheet in front of me between um, my stomach and the doctor. So I couldn't see what they were doing. But he came around into my head and he said, it looks really good from what I can see. The surgery was went really well. And that's the last thing I remember before they started... Um, they tried to move me to another bed to wheel me out of the surgery room. And that was weird because I don't even remember being awake and yet I was trying to get up to move to another bed. But, um, yeah, that was the surgery. After, soon after that, they got me into the other room. I saw Matt, I guess, between wheeling me from the surgery room to the recovery room, I was just crying. And I didn't know why. They said, it's okay. All the stress is gone. That's normal. Your body all of a sudden realizes everything's over. It's okay to cry. But I don't remember crying. <laughs> so that was surgery. When Janae came out of surgery, the first time I saw her, um, she just looked sick, which we've learned from uh, Nika, uh, or not from Nika, from the uh, giving birth to Nika that... Uh, um, it's kind of how Janae acts when she's under. She would, yeah, she just, uh, um, she just looks sick and acts nauseous. And, um, but the doctor just, uh, he just went off. He said, I, I think it was a huge success. Um, yeah, they, they wheeled us to our room where they, um, they continued to give Janae, um, uh, they continued to give Janae more, um, IVs. And um, we stayed the night. 
Um, the food in the hospital, I wouldn't think was that bad. I didn't think it was that bad. Uh, yeah, it wasn't awful, but it wasn't very good. Yeah, no, we've had we've <laughs> had better food, obviously. But as far as, I, I didn't think it was so terrible, um, for those who are wondering. <laughs> um, one really funny thing, um, and it's probably a cultural thing that we just don't completely understand, but a lot of the, um, I know the one was Japanese nurse, uh, maybe it was just the Japanese ones, but um, so the nurses would have Janae change, um, and every, all of them would like give her space and let her do her thing, but the, and I, I think it might have all been Japanese, they wouldn't really, like, they, they wouldn't give her space. they just dive in and start taking her clothes off of her. <laughs> <laughs> and so um, I'm sure it's a cultural thing that we just don't understand, but I just I remember thinking, whoa, whoa, you're a little, you're a little forward here. Um, but yeah, so um, we stayed the night there. There was terrible Wi-Fi there. Um, actually, there was no Wi-Fi there. I brought a, um, we have a little hot spot that it just kept dropping. And from what I understand, cellular data in LA, like downtown LA, is really terrible. There's just way too many people on it for it to be consistent. So for those of you who tried to listen to episode four um, and there was only like little chunks of it, that's why. Um, even if I tried to upload stuff on my phone, it just wasn't great. So uh, that was our, that was the night of the surgery. It's uh, 6.30 in the morning. Um, what is today? Today's Wednesday, I think. Yeah, yeah, today would be Wednesday. Um, uh, it was a typical night in a hospital, lots of noise. At one point, uh, the nurse came in and tried to hook up my wife's IV. Um, she's hooked up to a, a 7230, an Alaris 7230. And I know for a lot of people listening to this, they're not going to know what that is, but I do actually have listeners that will know what a 7230 is. Um, and I kept giving the air in line uh, error, uh, despite there not being any air in line, so they, they need a, a new uh, new sensors on the locking arm mechanism. Anyway, <laughs> um, so... Um, yeah, we, we got woken up multiple times tonight. Janae seems to be doing a lot better. They uh, they brought in her breakfast. Um, uh, they, they let me use a bed, which is more of a, I'd say cot, but to be honest, like uh, most camping cots that I've used are far more comfortable than this. Um, but yeah, so, so far it's been a good morning. Um, we'll record more later. The next morning um, was kind of long just because nothing happened until the afternoon and the nurse from the doctor's office came in to pick us up and they wheel you back into the doctor's office area of the hospital and that's where they check on the babies the next day. So she came in and picked us up and wheeled us over. Um, was I still hooked up to an IV? No, they took it off, right? Next morning? Or In when? order for me to go to the doctor's office? Yeah, yeah, before the ultrasound, yeah. Yeah. They pulled the so IV. So that was the first time they released me from the IV. It was nice not to be hooked up to everything. Um, 
and they take you into the doctor's office and they do the second ultrasound and um well, follow-up so right of the surgery right the after the surgery and um i i don't know i don't know what you <laughs> it's okay um so they, they did the ultrasound and um uh this so this is 24 hours after the surgery and um right away the doctor points out there's fluid around around baby c because the um the um, membrane between the between the two and the placenta was resting on baby C, um, and prior. yeah, prior to the surgery, and so he pointed out it's not it's not resting on his face anymore. He's he's a There's little a little bit of flow. Yeah, um, uh, he said that's that's a significant increase, um, and um, he just I mean pointed out how how confident he was about the success of the surgery. Um, it was uh, it was really neat, and then um, was that the day the day we went out to eat right after? No, that was the day before. The day before. Okay, so I have to tell this story just because it was really funny. We went to Pollo Loco <laughs> in California, and as we're leaving, this this woman stops Janae and just tells her um, she's so beautiful. Um, the baby, like she's just a, a cute pregnant woman. And yeah, it, we realized that there's not a lot of pregnant women out and about <laughs> in anywhere. When we stopped in L.A. or Las Vegas, I was looked up by, like, everybody. It was weird. But um, <laughs> she she just keeps going off, and then she says, what what number is this for you? And we said, uh, number two, three, and four. And uh, her eyes go wide, and... Um, very expressive in her in her mannerisms. Her hands go up and everything. And she's like, "There's three babies in there. There's three babies in there." <laughs> and she's blown away. Um, so anyway, so we we leave the hospital, <laughs> jumping back to uh, post surgery, and um, we'd brought her camera with us, and so um, just in case we had an opportunity to use it, and we'd been pretty busy. Um, Janae was feeling a little sick, and so we had changed some previous plans that we were going to do that day. Um, but we, we really wanted to go see the temple. Um, so we uh, we did the math. We were about an hour and a half away from uh, her Aunt Karen's house, who we were staying with, who, I mean, I, she just treated us like it was amazing. She was an amazing host. I, I mean, uh, I, I can't say enough good about how well they I mean it was okay we'll move on <laughs> so we were an hour and a half away from their house um and um uh we noticed the temple was a half hour north of there so we figured okay well we're gonna tack another half hour onto our trip driving back that's not a big deal so we go For to hour round yeah trip. say that again round trip. oh yeah so we'll it'd be an hour round trip and then we have the hour and a half back um so we're thinking two hours from the temple back to her house. Um, so we, we go up to the temple and we snap photos. And again, people stop Janae. And one lady, I mean, you have to tell this story because I, I, didn't, I didn't hear it. Oh, she was just going into the temple and she sees me. She's like, oh, you look so cute. She's, and she was like, let me guess, you're due in May. <laughs> I was like, um, 
No, actually, we're due in July, but there's three in here, so I am a bit bigger for, <laughs> for being as far along as I am. And she just, her jaw drops. What? <laughs> there's three? Anyway, it was funny. We got a good kick out of that. That's why I thought we needed to tell that story. Um, so anyway, we wander around and um, we're snapping photos. Really pretty temple. The landscape is amazing. Um, and uh, it's literally tucked away in the city there. It's just you're, there's everything around it. And then, bam, there's the temple. Um, and they have the visitor center in the, well, I'm going to call it the back. It's the back side. Yeah. yeah. So there's a visitor center in the back. Um, and we go back there. Um, it's been a long day. We both need to use the bathroom. <laughs> we go in and two sister missionaries stop us. And I wish I remembered their names. They were very sweet. But um, uh, they gave us a tour because I guess they'd just done some renovations of it. Not that it would matter to me. I've never been there before. <laughs> um, Janae grew up in the area. So for her, um, she's been to the temple a few times. Um to that particular temple a few times. Um, but uh, it was a really neat experience to realize. I mean, we, we sat in front of the Christus there for a little bit and got very teary-eyed, realizing how blessed we were that everything went the way it did. Um, and the two sister missionaries were very supportive emotionally. Um, it was really funny because you could you could kind of tell that they're, they're just looking at us like, I have no idea what to think in your situation <laughs> these two young girls i mean i think the oldest was 20 right i mean they were young yeah. they were both really young and so uh it was just it was a, a sweet experience for us uh and i'm I'm really glad we we did that but uh so we, we get on the we get on the freeway to head back and it didn't tack on an, a half hour to our drive so it didn't go from an hour and a half to two hours it went from an hour and a half to three hours. It's close to four. It was close it? to four hours. Yeah, it was like three and a half hours. Um, and we get there, and um, Janae's uncle tells us, "Oh, I I get so frustrated with the traffic. I just I came home and I just want to kill something." And um, I I thought about like, yeah, if I had to drive that every day, I would. But we'd just gotten really good news, and so um, I was pretty happy. I I mean, the car ride home wasn't that bad. We. Um, we got to talk about it, and um, I don't know. I just I was in such a good mood after the ultrasound. So we stayed the night there again at uh, um, Janae's Aunt Karen's house, um, uh, and we woke we up left late that afternoon. Yeah, um, the next afternoon. Yeah, so this is now Thursday. Right. Let's try and keep these days straight, everyone. We went in for surgery Tuesday. We were, we left Wednesday. We stayed the night again in L.A. Wednesday. And then Thursday, mid-afternoon, we drove from there to... Um, Forest uh, Canyon area. Yeah. <laughs> for those who know the area. Uh, Ruby's Inn. My, my family has a family reunion there every year. And um, my mom and dad had driven down there with Nika. We get there, and um, my mom tells us Nika's been sick the entire time we've been gone. She threw up, um, and then the next day she was doing well, and then she threw up again the following day, and then we're there with her. And she's like... Well, she got car sick on the drive to yeah. Ruby's Inn. So um, 
we get down there and she just wants to cuddle. She's missed mommy and daddy. And, um, so, um, oh, and we need to explain that post op Janae was told she is basically on bed rest. She can't lift anything. She can't exert herself. Um, because there is a hole that in the placenta that can't technically heal. Not the placenta, the baby's sac, the, where the amniotic fluid is. Okay. So it technically can't heal all the way. And so if she were to strain herself, what? It makes a whole sac very fragile. Yeah. It makes it fragile. And so, um, so Janae can no longer hold Nika. She can't pick Nika up. Um, till after the babies are born so um i held nika and she she drank an entire bottle of juice and then fell right asleep in my arms laid her down and she was out um well the next morning we wake up to her just throwing up so um i tell my mom let's just get her to an er there's an er that was 22 minutes away or so so we we drive there we take her in explain what's going on, um, and <laughs> uh, we have to explain to them, like, because they ask, like, well, what was she doing with your mom? Like, where were you? Like, well, we were in L.A. Like, we weren't just partying it up, I promise. I mean, letting my daughter go sick. Um, uh, but um, they tell us that she's severely dehydrated. Um, they put her on an IV, and we wind up staying the night. Uh, so Nika and I stayed the night in the hospital, and um, for those who don't know Nika, she is a cuddle bug with, with me. Um, she's a cuddle bug with everybody, but um, she's a cuddle bug. And so she just felt sick the whole time, and she cuddled with me. We kept her on an IV. Um, they kept her on an IV, and uh, they had wrapped the IV on her arm or by her elbow in a pink, um, I don't know what that stuff's called, the band stuff that they use it adheres to itself but nothing else or anyway so it's on that and so all night she's like take the pink off I don't want the pink anymore it was really sad but um uh, the next morning um uh my brothers were driving down to Ruby's Inn um and my sister sorry my brothers and sister <laughs> uh, I was thinking of Seth he's now my brother <laughs> um uh, and so they stopped in and it was really sweet. They brought her presents and, um, gifts and it was, she just, she loved it. But she, I mean, she hadn't been able to keep anything down, anything she ate, she threw right back up. And this is after 24 hours with an IV in her. And, um, so, uh, Adam and Seth helped me, uh, give her a blessing and, um, I mean, not even five minutes after that, she starts asking for food and she keeps everything down. Um, it was really amazing. Um, and she, that's when she really started her recovery was then. Um, and we stayed in the hospital till it was like five thirty or six. My mom and dad drove back up and dropped off the car and visited and, um, Nika cuddled with grandma for a little bit and, um, so it's six ish. Um, we, we leave from there. We go to Ruby's Inn. Um, and, um, we left Ruby's Inn at six. So it was earlier than that. Was it earlier than that? Yeah. Okay. 
Well, anyway, we get to Ruby's Inn, and the only thing Neek has been asking for this entire time in the hospital, she wants to go swimming, because at Ruby's Inn, there is a pool. And so I kept promising her, as soon as, as soon as we're done here, we'll go to the pool. And so we get there, and we go play in the pool, and she just has a great time. We probably played for an hour, maybe a little over an hour in the pool. Uh, we lay her down, and she is out. I mean, that pool knocked her out. <laughs> um, and, um, yeah, so um, while I was in the hospital, Janae stayed at Ruby's Inn, and she's going to tell a little bit about that. <laughs> Just what do you want me to tell that? Well, what everybody did for you. You had a baby shower. Well, yeah, but... She got a lot of really great gifts. Anybody who's listening to this, we're incredibly grateful for all the help. Thank you. Um, <laughs> um, so we leave there around 6. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, we left Ruby's in at 6. And we drive up to Lehigh. And we get up there, and Nika's still feeling under the weather. She threw up twice. twice on the way up. And so we get to Lehigh. Um, I mean, it's like midnight. It's Sunday, essentially. And um, we sleep all night. The next morning, I go and return the rental car. And then um, we um, pack up our car. And, oh, we, we went to Walmart and got a throw-up kit. We've never had to do this before, so any of you who don't have kids, this is what we have in our throw-up kit now. <laughs> um, baby wipes, Clorox wipes, hydrogen peroxide spray. They, have, they sell them with a spray bottle on it. You can probably just pour it into a spray bottle. And then we got a, just a small spray bottle, the push-down kind, and filled it with upholstery cleaner. And so... Um, it's very helpful. I think the things we need to add to it are like a um, Q-tips because car seats have a lot of little intricate things in it. Um, and then garbage bags. We should have grabbed more garbage bags. But um, for throwing up for a toddler, because <laughs> everybody wants to know this, right? We got a red Solo cup, um, which for those of you who party, seems like a fitting, <laughs> a fitting accessory. And then we put uh, freezer Ziploc bags in it so she could hold the cup, throw up, we zip Ziploc it closed, and we're done. <laughs> we don't have to worry about cleaning up the cup or bucket every single time. Um, the hospital had given us some uh, uh, nausea bags, barf bags, I don't know what they're called, barf bags. Um, and they were really nice. They had like a plastic ring and the bag went through it and you could like twist it when you're done and use that to throw it out. Um, but we couldn't find them at Walmart, so... That was our plan. And our drive back, Nika almost made it to Rexburg. We had to stop in Firth, where she threw up. Um, somebody can make the joke. It was her first, first time showing throwing up on the way up. Uh, if you live over here, that's a pretty common joke. Um, and we made it back to Rexburg. And so we've been back here trying to get our lives in order. Oh, um, you need to tell about walking into, your, into our apartment. Oh, well, Emma lives up here. She's going to school up here. Emma's Janae's sister. Yes, and she kept texting us. She was worried about Nika, how she's doing, if we made it home yet, because our drives were, like, 
doubled in time to what they should have been because of Nika. Um, and we kept making the joke, how bad does it smell? How am I going to have to plug my nose and run to the bathroom as soon as we get back because I won't be able to stand the smell? And we left it a mess. We left in a hurry, obviously. It's kind of a last-minute trip. But we walk in, and the place is just picked up. It's spotless. She had cleaned the kitchen, the living room. Everything. Everything. Just organized. Put the boxes up against the walls because we're still in half-unpacked, half-packed mode. And Yeah, we're not sure we want to leave that mode because we have to move again. Yeah. <laughs> but she was a sweetheart and cleaned it all up. So we came home to a clean apartment and was able to get Nika bathed because she smelled she smelled like a sick baby and it was just nice not to have to worry about tiptoeing around a dirty apartment at the same time of unpacking and just going to bed. <laughs> um, so here we are now, uh, almost two weeks after the surgery. Um, the week we got home, how many doctor's appointments did we have? Three? Uh, yeah, three that same week or four. Yeah, just appointment after appointment. So with most pregnancies, you really look forward to the ultrasounds, and they're just so commonplace. Now, I'm not going to say I'm sick of them, because I'm not, but... Well, technically, for one baby, they might do one at the very beginning, but more than likely, you just get the one, the gender one, at 20 well, weeks. There's two, at least. You get the pre preliminary one which is why we, how we found out we're having triplets, and then you have the gender one. That's true. So there's two. Um, so, yeah, um, so we had just ultrasound after ultrasound, and um, uh, the babies are doing significantly better. Um, in, in L.A., the first ultrasound we got, the, the two bigger babies were in the high 80 percentile to low 90 percentile, and baby C was it was four point seven four point seven percentile just teeny, and then we saw the specialist Tuesday when we got back so a week after the surgery, and baby C was in the twentieth percentile, so in a week, um, just huge changes tons of I mean I'm gonna say tons of fluid in there, obviously I'm speaking figuratively but a significant improvement that way. Um, and weight-wise, um, babies A and B are over a pound each, whereas baby C is just shy of a pound, um, yeah. but significantly bigger and larger in percentage comparative to the other two than he was. Oh, that's not something we mentioned. The um, baby C, they said, will continue to be small. He won't fully recover, but he should be, well... There's still a chance that he's, he, I don't know how to describe they that. They said by about the age of two, um, there's a really good chance he'll, he'll match the other two in size. Yeah. Um, provided but there's technically a, he's still, he's still up in the air. He's still, Yeah. Um, they watch him carefully. The important part with the surgery, at least for us uh, as well, I mean, uh, our goal going out there was to save as many babies as possible. Um, there's still a chance that we lose baby C. It's not looking like it because he's yeah. he's really and 
he's growing very quickly, and Janae's been able to feel him move recently, which, um, yeah. He was too little before. Yeah, and also, um, during the surge, man, we're all over the map. Uh, <laughs> the, the doctor drained a little over a liter of fluid from Janae because, because the two babies were in distress, she was making more amniotic fluid than needed. And so, yeah. uh, that's been a huge change. She was able to breathe again. We got her a pregnancy belt, which she hasn't used yet, but I'm sure will be a lifesaver. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's that's where we're at now. Um, um, we have another doctor's appointment this week. We'll have a doctor's appointment every week till the babies are born. Um, but that's where we're at. The, this surgery was a huge success. Uh, we felt a lot of love and support from everybody. We're incredibly grateful for that. Thank you. Um, uh, we, life is starting to settle down a little bit more for us, so we'll finally get on Facebook and answer everybody's questions. I know Janae's probably had a little bit more time than me. I got back and had to dive right back into work. Um, but, uh, thank you everybody for your prayers, positive thoughts, everything. We appreciate it. And, um, it's been a, a whirlwind for us, but, um, we're trying to stay positive. We're staying positive. We're very positive people. Um, Nika's immensely better, screaming just like her old self. <laughs> she screams when she's happy and when she's mad, so it's kind of hard to tell her mood sometimes. Um, <laughs> um, but no, it's been... I think we've all been recovering well. Um, me sleep, so not the. I'm not the serious one. Neek from dehydration and Janae post-surgery. So um, thank you for listening. Um, if you have any comments or questions, you can uh, you can message us on Facebook. We're going to start to get better at that. <laughs> um, or you can also email us at notplus3 at gmail.com. That's N-O-T-T-P-L-U-S-T-H-R-E-E at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.